Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome to everyone in America and wherever else you're listening to us, like Joel in Jerusalem. Today we're going to begin with... Well, we're going to begin with Mayor High Life. That was uh, given to him by the New York Post as his latest uh, nickname. And I can see why. Mayor High Life spent the weekend uh, doing the uh, doing the w- wonderful uh, show uh, known as The Inner Circle, which I did eight years in a row. Not the lazy way he did with uh, somebody interviewing him by, by putting on a Broadway show. But that's okay. That doesn't really matter. That's a bunch of like, um, you shouldn't even do it if you're too busy. While Mayor Adams was making rude and suggestive jokes that would, uh, without any doubt, get him ripped apart by uh, the media who fawns over him, uh, people were getting killed in New York at record levels, uh, records compared to de Blasio. So every single day, uh, New York City's more dangerous than it was under de Blasio, under Mayor High Life. Uh, the, the best joke, I don't know if this came from Rudd, his, his, uh, the guy who kind of carried him through because he's not capable of doing it himself. Um, he, he made fun of a reporter. I don't know this reporter, but he made fun of this reporter named Red, R-E-D-D. I think he's from the Times. And uh, here's, here's Howard. Here's Howard uh, I'm sorry. Red is the guy who was uh, propping up uh, our, our um, high-life mayor. And uh, like the actor who came on to help him through because he can't do it himself. Uh, the character they were making fun of, I think, is a New York Times, sorry, of course, the New York Post uh, uh, reporter named Nolan Hicks. They also made fun of Chris Sommerfeld, who I know, by the way, and Jeff Mays. I don't know if I know uh, Hicks and Mays. But in any event, what they said was, um, uh, that's exactly right, and thank you for your question, Nolan. They're, they're talking about the New York Post reporter here. Oh, by the way, you left this baby bottle backstage, and the baby bid with your baby ass. Okay, uh, all right, not so bad until you get to this. And I bet it. I bet you never saw a nipple like this in his life. Yeah, um, let that just hang in the air for a while, responded Red, the comedian. This is a comedian. Now, here's the, here's the little quote I'm going to read you with absolutely no 
opinion about whether this is true, false, somewhere in between. I, as I said, I do not know Mr. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know Mr. Nolan. And uh, I'd probably like to get to know him. Know, know, I don't know Nolan Hicks. But here's, here's the um, little quote in, in the paper. Many journalists who were in the room thought Adams' comment was unnecessarily personal and a veiled reference to Hicks's sexual orientation. Many journalists who were in the room thought Adams' comment was unnecessarily personal and a veiled reference to Hicks's sexual orientation. That's buried, that's buried somewhere in the newspaper. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight down. Hey, post. I love you. You know it. You're going to defend your reporter. You put it on the front page. Hmm. Hmm. You'd have done it if it were Trump. Even Trump. You'd have done it if he made a mistake like that. If I made a mistake like that, you've excoriated me. I didn't make a mistake like that because I don't think like that. This is the guy. What, what did he call us, whiteies? I've forgotten what all us whiteys are, but we're not nice. I know that. He apologized for that one. When the hell are you going to apologize for this one? But I don't even want you to apologize for it. I'd have I'd rather uh, seen you, uh, oh, kind of bring crime down so that poor guy who was just delivering Chinese food didn't get killed. So that was happening... Um, that was happening while you were practicing for the for this show. Uh, how about how about uh, the fatal stabbing at Dave and Buster's in Times Square on Saturday night? Maybe while you were doing this. How about that one? Hmm? Maybe uh, if he had started reducing crime three months ago, that wouldn't have happened. And, and you know, uh, I know your job. Oh, 50 times better than you do, and I did it a 1,000 times better. It doesn't take you three months to reduce crime. May and nightlife. It, ta- it takes a little more than a day. How about a week? I did a talk for my son, and I said that we'd start getting it down in the first two weeks. That'd be like a week sh- uh, longer than I had when I was mayor. I have no idea how much the governor can do about crime. Want me to give you the first one? Want me to give you the first one? Mayor Nightlife and Useless Hokel? You can remove Bragg now. All you got to do under the Constitution of the state of New York, which I suggest you read, all you got to do, Adams, you don't have to, uh, you know, make... uh, suggestive jokes about people's uh, life. You don't have to wear $5,000 suits and you don't have to go out to your damn discotheque or party every night. All you got, all you got to do is sit down with Hoko and say, I'm not going to support you unless you sign this. You know what this is? It's Bragg's uh, release. Sign it. And number two, sign my bail bill and send it to your two idiots who are holding it up, and tell them, if they don't say yes, oh, uh, let's give them 48 hours. Uh, 
48 hours from now, I'm showing up in their district. I'm holding a rally. I'm going to explain to the people of their districts how they're getting New Yorkers killed, and seven out of ten of them are black. I'm going to do it three times a week until the election. Maybe I won't take them out, but I still have a 68% approval rating, and while I still have it, I'm going to use it to help the people in New York, not to help me buy more expensive suits. Also, also, oh my goodness, we had a 27-year-old man fatally shot in the head in broad daylight on the Upper West Side on Sunday. That's probably while, uh, maybe that was while you were resting after the inner circle. The, the man later identified as Ronald Thomas was pronounced dead at the scene and the shooter fled. I don't know. Do I have to go through the crime blotter every day since it's buried by the newspapers? Hmm? Uh, they're going to they're gonna check out the subway cameras. Think maybe they should have done it three months ago before people were beaten and wounded and sent to the hospital? You think a real mayor would have done that, not a showboat? I don't like incompetence. I certainly don't like incompetence that leads to the death of human beings. You're at that point now, Adams. You're three months into it. You got a sick honeymoon from the sick press. And boy, the longer they give it to you, the more they show they don't give a damn about the people in New York. Now, at the top of your party, they've gone nuts. They've gone totally communist. I never thought in my lifetime I would hear of a ministry of truth, a ministry of disinformation, a a ministry that tells us what the government tells us is true or false. I don't care what Mayorkas says. I don't care about Mayorkas. He's the biggest liar I've ever seen. I mean, do you realize how many times he lied the other day? And they want to prosecute Trump people for perjury, a stupid, idiotic perjury like they did with Flynn. How how about we go to cut number three? See if you agree with Mayorkas on this or you think he's a, I don't know what, uh, just listen to it. The greatest terrorism-related threat that we face in the homeland is the threat of domestic violent extremism. That's my number three. Drawn to violence because of ideologies of hate or false narratives propagated on social media and other online platforms. And the most prominent um, threat is the threat of white supremacists. Uh, exactly how many murders did white supremacists commit last year? We had a record for murder last year. Pretty good test. I would like you to tell me, can you remember the name of one white supremacist who committed a murder last year? Cut it out, liar. If you really believe that, we're in a lot of danger. What, are you chasing around white supremacists while people are getting killed in Harlem? 
Hmm? While uh, while delivery boy uh, delivery people for Chinese food are being shot at the door, while women are being raped, while stores are being ransacked, you're going after white supremacists. Show me a white supremacist murderer from last year. I'm sure there's one. I just can't find it in the record murders last year. I don't want to tell you the statistics, Mayorkas, you liar. But a lot more of them were done by the people you let in illegally. You're allowing an invasion of the United States that's bigger than the invasion of, of Ukraine and killing more people. I could take every fentanyl overdose and stick it on your door. How how about, um, well, now we'll take a short break and we'll get back to uh, the biggest liar in the cabinet uh, when I come back. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. So when I left, I told you that it's possible that Mayorkas is responsible for more Americans being killed than white supremacists. So I can't think of a white supremacist an American killed. I'm not saying they didn't do it. I just don't remember it. I don't remember hearing about it. But uh, how, how about how about the following? And tell me if you don't think... Um, <laughs> Tell me if you don't think this leads to murder. This is number six with Mayorkas. I did not want to speak, misspeak in response to ranking member Jordan's question, because we know where those 42 individuals are right. on the TSDB, the terrorist screening database. And I did not want to speak with respect to the disposition of each and every one of them. But we know where they are, and we've got our hands on it. Now listen to number five. Are any of them still in our country? Gentlemen. This is an important question for this committee. Congressman, I will um, deliver case. to you a response with respect. Have any of the 42 illegal migrants on the terrorist watch list or no-fly list encountered on our southwest border been released into the United States? I do not know the answer to your question. You do not, do not know whether they have been released or not into the country. Uh, That's your testimony. Well, that's amazing. Well, you know, uh, what a liar. He wasn't asked to give their names. He wasn't asked to give their identities. He wasn't asked to give their locations. He was asked a categorical question. Have any terrorists been released into the United States? Do you know what the guy in charge of our security said? I don't know. Now we got two possibilities here, ladies and gentlemen. He's a complete, absolute, ridiculous incompetent. Or he's a damn liar. That answer, oh, I'd be, I'd be giving you their identities. He didn't ask him his identities. He just said, have any been released into the United States? Yes, no. Three, five, ten, all 42. I'd have gone on and asked him, have they killed anybody yet? Because a hell of a lot of the other three million you let in have killed people. And we've been reporting them on it all year. And you, Mayorkas, are personally responsible for it because they're supposed to be stopped at the border. They're not supposed to be let in. 
and you should have and you and you could have a long time ago reinstated the remain in Mexico policy so the damn murderers wouldn't get in. Now, this is not saying that every single person that comes in is a good person. I'm going to say eight out of ten are. All you need is one murderer out of a hundred, and you're murdering more people than white supremacists. So don't give me this garbage about white supremacy until you show me that you can save us from the people that are really murdering us and show me the white supremacists other than the ones you have in jail for over a year and a half who didn't murder anybody. We are living in a dictatorship. Dictatorships appoint ministers of information. Now, he not only sets up a ministry of information, which he tells us is to only go after terrorists. Another lie. And then he doesn't just pick like a former judge, fair person. He picks an out of control, totally silly, completely wacky, left winger verging on communist, socialist, or just plain crazy. I want you to listen to, once again, one or two cuts from Miss Wackadoodle. I don't know the number. If you don't have it, tell me so we don't waste time. Okay, well, go to Jenna and get it. So we're going to play that later, and you'll get a chance. You'll get a chance to evaluate uh, for yourself whether this woman should be the head of deciding what is true and false. Huh? You tell me this administration is in full possession of its faculties, and I'll tell you, you don't know you don't know what you're talking about. You have the slightest idea what you're talking about. This is a this could be a joke if it didn't uh, remind me so much of 1984 and the Ministry of Truth, which meant just the opposite, the Ministry of Falsity, because they 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 engaged in doublespeak, which meant false meant true. War meant peace. And here, irregular means illegal. Our, our the people who cross our, our border and who kill a definable number of people because we report on them all the time are irregulars. They're not illegals. They're irregulars. What does irregular mean in this context? They're only irregular for one reason. Then they're, they're you know they're not irregular because one leg is bigger than the other. They're irregular because they are illegal. When we can't talk to each other truthfully, when we lie to each other, when our government lies to us. When our government puts crazy, warped, partisan people in charge of the truth, we're in trouble. In fact, when the government ever puts anyone in charge of the truth, we have just stopped being America. Biden has stopped us from being 
a free country with free speech. He did something no other American president attempted since the alien and sedition laws, which have been declared uh, retroactively, actually, unconstitutional by the Supreme Court and by the most liberal members of the Supreme Court, those who would, um, I think, be turning over in their graves if they look at the fascists who are running our country now. Also, um, once, once, uh, once the uh, article Title 42 is removed, uh, he's going to add 18,000 more. So figure uh, another 1,000 murderers out of that. Thanks, liar. Thanks, Biden. And thanks for ruining our country. We're gonna we're gonna catch up with you. We'll be back in a short while. back and I want to add uh, one more thing to uh, I don't know the number one guy right now that should be thrown out of the cabinet Mayorkas remember he said that white supremacists were the biggest threat to America under oath Uh, here's a question this is number six about how much he knows about that the biggest threat to our security come on liar let's listen to you now I did not want to speak, misspeak in response to Ranking Member Jordan's question, because we know where those 42 individuals are right. on the TSDB, the terrorist screening database. And I did not want to speak with respect to the disposition. Uh, we, we already did play that. I thought it was a different one. But the reality is he then goes on with Jordan and says, well, I can't tell you, uh, I can't tell you how many. I can't tell you I can't tell you how many were released. I know. And I can't uh, and, and I can't tell you how many of them committed crimes. We, we didn't we didn't ask who they were. This is this is the biggest bunch of nonsense you've ever heard. Now, here's here's this is a very sensitive job, right? You're going to decide What's true? What's not true? And if it's not true, you're going to come after me and try to cancel me, arrest me, sue me, or destroy me. That's a lot of power. I want you to listen to uh, Wackadoodle just for a minute or two, and then I want you to go to my podcast, which is up right now on Rudy RudyGiulianiCS.com, and I want you to watch her and look in her eyes and tell me, just write back to me on that rudy giuliani common sense.com you got a whole remark section there tell me if you don't think she's a, a wackadoodle lefto possibly further left uh, who should not be in charge of uh, whether somebody is going to get punished hurt canceled because she decides what's true and what's not true listen to this it's how you hide a little 
little lie. It's how you hide a little lie, a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So just information's origin seems likely less atrocious. <laughs> The next one. To be famous and powerful. Santa, if you're listening, please tell me what to do. Who do I f to be famous? What's going on? This woman is in the Department of Homeland Security. Now, here are two things that, um, here are two things that, uh, for a half-wit moron would disqualify her. First, she's an expert on Russia. And she pronounced that the hard drive was Russian disinformation. You don't know a damn thing about Russia if you think that's Russian information. You have no ability to identify it, as did the 51 lying former CIA chiefs. You, you wonder why we're in bad shape when we've got liars like that running our CIA who will not even apologize now that it's been proven to be 100% true. Nor has she apologized for me, to me, for calling me a liar. What she doesn't know about Russia would fill a book because I'm telling you, I know about Russia. Much better than you think. Help start at Pfizer. All my first Pfizer warrants were about Russia. I could have looked at that in two minutes and told you it wasn't Russian disinformation. Just by the characteristics of it. If you know Russian disinformation. And every one of those phony liars, including Leon Panetta, who signed that, who used to be, I thought, a friend of mine. They knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. They were lying to elect Biden and destroy Trump. So how can she be in charge of disinformation when she was one of the master purveyors of disinformation? And number two, a nitwit about Russia. And by the way, if, when you watch her, a general nitwit right across the board. Yeah, 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 you will not be allowed to say that or you'll be fired from your job. You're a Russian, you're a Russian agent, uh, Senator Johnson. That's the administration we're suffering from right now. Please, God, please, please look down on us with favor. 22 is coming up. Let's go to, uh, Let's, let's go to uh, Julie in Washington State. Hello, Rudy. How are you, Julie? Good to talk to you again. I'm about feel about like you do about all this stuff going on. Um, I don't know if you can hear me. All right, I can barely hear. Uh, no, no, no. I, I hear. I I hear you well. Do you hear me? I can barely hear you. But... I'm sorry. 
Okay. But, but Look, it's okay. It's probably something to do with my phone. Um, I just wanted, I wanted to tell you thank you as always for everything. And, you know, I agree with everything um, that you, you know, point out. Um, one thing I don't know if this has been mentioned or not about our invasion on the border. This is an invasion. This isn't a simple, you know, simple immigration thing. It's an invasion, and there's proof of all the different people from different countries, you know, and they're all from, they're our enemies, a lot of them. And why is there a military? How come Lincoln hasn't been down there once? How come Austin, Billy, et cetera, so on and so forth? How come they're, how about there? I thought that they have, our military usually kept our borders protected. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you why, Drew. It's very, very simple, it's very cynical, and it's very hard to believe. They would rather pile up Democrat voters that can cheat in America than uh, save American lives. Because uh, it's more important to them to be alive with a small country than, uh, uh, than, and be in power than it is to save our lives. They've lost all perspective on morality, conscience. Uh, Biden has no conscience. Not a man who took $31 million from the Chinese Communist Party. How can you be an American and take $31 million from the Chinese Communist Party? Uh, By the way, 50% for him. Don't let them lie to you some more. 50% for Joe. And then in one deal, an extra 10% cut for Joe. And the guy they were questioning, Eric Schwerin, who I know intimately from the hard drive, was the guy dividing the money. He knows everything. He cracks, they go. Dividing the money for years. You know how many texts there are to him saying, make sure make sure you get the money to pop or... Uh, uh, or Hunter needs a little bit more. Or how about when the Secret Service improperly, illegally got him out of his gun charge? How about that one? That's that's on the hard drive, too. Yep. Yep. Secret Service go nuts when you say that. They say, oh, we never did that. We never did that. On the hard drive, boys. Uh, how about we go to Tony in White Plains? Yeah, man, Giuliani, I hope you let me ask a few questions here. Like what you were saying before about the, the biggest lie there, my uncles. Like when the when they get asked these questions, they they don't get challenged, except for like Jim Jordan and a couple others. Like what you said, when he said that, why didn't one of the senators or one of the congressmen say, like what you said, sure, tell me one, just tell me one, two, whatever. Let me tell you how many Black Lives Matter uh, murders there were or Antifa. I mean, they, they they just get away with it. Nobody asks them the right questions. Even some of these reporters, they're not reporters. They're like these young, woke kids. They don't ask the right questions. I mean, I could do a better job. What do you think? Uh, I think you're right. You know, what you just did was give a lesson in cross-examination. Cross-examination, you follow up. So he says to me, I can't think of one life. You know what I would do? I would say, um, uh, let's take a 15-minute recess. 
go make a call. Come back and give me the names. Give me, uh, give me five names. Give me five names of white supremacists who killed people last year. Uh, or would it be easier? And what, what do you think? Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that word. That's a bad word. You can't say that. Uh, you didn't do anything about it. Mayorkas, you liar. Now we'll go to, uh, we'll go to Joe in Ronkonkoma. Hey, Rudy, it's an honor to speak to you. You were the greatest mayor ever. Um, I only took my children into the city when you were mayor. I'm afraid to take my kids in now. It's a uh, scary situation. Uh, Eric Adams is a joke. Uh, he makes all these statements, and uh, he's doing nothing. I mean, I live out on Long Island, and now the crime is actually filling out to Long Island. We had a drive-by shooting on Friday in our neighborhood. And don't even get me started, Rudy, on uh, Joe Biden. He wasn't elected. I always say to my friends, he was installed like a toilet. Uh, like I said, you're a great man, and God bless you. Well, let me, let me tell you, you're absolutely right about two things. First of all, crime is up 45% under under uh, uh, May and Nightlife, and it is up 63% in the subways. And while he was uh, making a fool out of himself at the, at the uh, inner circle, people were getting killed. This happens every uh, time because he goes to that club, I think, three, four times a week uh, with a whole bunch of very fancy, fancy people. I say he shouldn't be allowed to go to any of those places until crime goes down. That, that, might, that might help. But, you know, the problem is all over the state, and we have a state Republican Party that's being run like, um, oh, it's being run worse than the Democrat Party. The head of the party decided a long time ago there would be just one candidate, and that would be, uh, and that would be Lee Zeldin because Lee came from Albany. I don't know if you know that. He was a collaborator of... Uh, a Cuomo in Albany. Uh, he was part of the deals in slimy Albany. And he also uh, once announced that Cuomo would make a good uh, president. Then he switched over. His, administ- his, his, uh, his district became very pro-Trump, not that he was originally. So he became big Trump supporter, big Trump supporter. I appreciate that. Thank you, Lee. Now, He's running for governor. He doesn't mention Trump's name. In fact, at the orders of the chairman of the party who denies it, or maybe on his own because just by himself he's a coward, he wouldn't, rem- he wouldn't mention Trump's name. Not one time during his speech. He runs away from Trump. Uh, my son Andrew runs toward Trump. And he got standing ovation when he mentioned Trump's name. My son is the leading candidate in all the independent polls, but you wouldn't know it from the crooked newspapers. You wouldn't know it. They publish, they publish Zeldin paid for polls instead of the independent polls from Seneca College where he's never not led for five straight months. 
this is this is trying to make the Republican Party nothing different in Albany. Same deals, same deal makers, a little bit extra to the Democrats, a little less to the Republicans. That's why we've never changed the state. We need a reformer. We'll be back with the mayor's final words. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And now for the Mayor's Final Thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.com. Make your $11 a month contribution to T2T.com and make sure that our uniformed officers that die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured are taken care of in the most beautiful way possible. I've seen so many of the results of their work that this is you're going to feel good when you when you uh, uh, give out this money. Believe me, you're going to feel good. So I want to comment on my good friend and a man that I really admire who covered me when I was mayor, gave me a hard time, but was never like these lying, whatever they are, reporters. Always told the truth, but boy, he gave me a hard time. And we've become good friends, Dominic Carter. Dominic just had a little soundbite about Mayor Adams where he said, at least Mayor Adams promised the right things, and that's good. And I agreed with that up until about three, four weeks ago until I realized so far he's a phony. Uh, He was going to crack down on quality of life offenses. He hasn't. Quality of life is worse in New York than under de Blasio. Most importantly, crime is up an astonishing 45% under him and 68% in the subways, which he patrols. And finally, he said he was going to back the police. You know what he did last week? He told them he's going to check their cell phones. He wants to see how many phone calls they're making that they shouldn't be making. Now, cops use their cell phones for law enforcement purposes, informants, other people, tips. And when I say informants, I don't mean like necessarily people involved in crime, but people in the neighborhood who are tired of the drug dealing. That's how we catch a lot of our drug dealers. So he's going to go figure out, oh, well, the, he, he's going to do it himself. This is when he doesn't go out to the, to, to the nightclubs and uh, to Inner Circle and go get a new suit fixed for himself. So during that period of time that he has left over, rather than trying to figure out how to deploy the police in the uh, transit authority, which he announced last week after three months in office. I'm unhappy with the deployment of the police in the transit authority. I don't know if he's stupid. He's in charge of that. He's supposed to do that. He's the one who deployed them incorrectly, not some unknown bureaucrat. I didn't let the police department do things. I did. They, they wanted to do a drug program without the involvement of the federal government. 
I will not describe the words I used when I handed it back to him, to Bratton and Jack Maple. It was, where the hell have you been on drug enforcement for the last 30 years? Where did the drugs come from? Canarsie? We're going to do this without knowing where the drugs are coming from, from DEA, from customs? I prosecuted more drug cases than they ever thought about. And I took responsibility. I said to them, look, I'm sorry I'm interfering, guys, but you're going to get the praise, I'm going to get the blame. I don't mind, but I want the blame to be worthy of my making a mistake, not because you made a mistake. So Adams, they're not deployed correctly because you don't know what you're doing. And Dominic, my good friend, the time has run out for that soundbite. We're three months into it. We got significantly more crime than de Blasio. We've got a higher budget than de Blasio. We're wasting more money than de Blasio. The city is as dirty as it's ever been. And we got a mayor who likes to perform at night. I don't know, is it worse to know what's going to happen to you? You knew it with de Blasio. You knew he was going to turn it over to the criminals, the communists, and the socialists. Or is it better to have a guy lie to you and then get disappointed? I don't know. It probably ends up the same place. Adams, there's still time. Huh? Will you start thinking about the people of the city of New York instead of what you look like in your jacket? Or what you, what you, I don't know if you went to the Met Gala, but you were having a real problem with what you were going to wear to the Met Gala. We don't give a damn about that. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't care if I like you or I don't like you or not. You bring crime down in this city, I told you. I'll be your biggest fan. You fix quality of life, I'll be a big, you bring jobs back. You don't do it, I'll be your biggest enemy. Every day. Because unlike you, I love the people of this city. I don't bull, I'll leave the last word out about it. Well, we're going to be back with you tomorrow. We got a big long we got a big long week ahead. And we've got some real surprises uh uh for you because a lot of things are coming up, including the Dinesh Souza movie on stolen elections, which I happen to have seen clips of and going to interview Dinesh tomorrow. And uh, then I'm going to go see the movie and then I'll tell you all about it. In fact, I may know quite a bit about it by tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to make a prediction. You know how everything I said about the hard drive is now true, but they're afraid to admit it? They won't even say it on Fox just because they don't bring you all the news. They just bring you the news that fits their uh, corporate uh, advantage. But just like everything I said on the hard drive was true, watch carefully what happens with the election. There's Rudy Giuliani. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank God we're in America. God bless America.